empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Jen Tringale. On this podcast, I am going to share something a little different with you all. Just this past week, I hosted an online conference called Ahead of the Curve. And in this conference, I shared some things that really had been stirring deep in my heart about the moment that we are living in right now and how much of our daily lives, our culture, our world is changing. That this moment really requires of us ways for innovating. No matter what it is that you do, whether you're in the business world, you're in the ministry world, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or mechanic nurse, all of us are experiencing so much change in our lives. But the good news is that God has gone ahead of time and he's made a way for us. And he doesn't want us to just be left with everyone else asking What is going on? What is going on right now? But God is saying, ask me what is happening next, and I will show you so that you will be ahead of the curve. Well, I invited a dear friend of mine who is the CEO of the premier Word of Faith Leadership Organization. She heads up Faith Christian Fellowship International, and she came on this online conference and shared some powerful truths about how she took her team and organization through the process of navigating so much change and finding in innovative ways to move ahead. She shared from the heart, and as you will hear, she is the real deal. So I am so excited to bring this portion of our Ahead of the Curve online conference to you. This is my conversation with CEO Cookie Brothers. Cookie, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you so much for being a part of this conference. Oh, it's my honor. Oh, it's just such a great thing that it's worked out. And usually you're kind of hard to pin down. You're a busy woman. But I figured during a quarantine and a pandemic that we might have our, our best opportunity to get you now. So are you home in Tulsa? I am home. I'm sitting here in my living room and speaking to a light that it will stop blinking. And (laughs) is the technology fabulous? (laughs) Love it. Cookie, I'm so thrilled that you are on. And I know you've been a part of the conference today and so many that are on your leadership team. And I appreciate it so much. I've had the honor to know you and your husband, Fred, are treasured by so many. And I've really watched you sort of step in and lead this organization that has known success in certain ways for so many years, but then you had to step in and realize that there was a curve coming up that you had to lead through a change. And so I just wanted to ask you to just speak to that a little bit, walk us through that. And I think my first question for you in having to do that is this, were there moments when you thought, This is a whole lot of change at one time. How will we navigate this? Absolutely. First of all, let me, before I answer that, let me say, Jen, these two sessions today have been amazing. Thank you so much for obeying God 
and responding to his promptings and making something so powerful available to us. I can't begin to tell you how much that oh, means. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. That means a lot coming from you. Oh, I had to redo the makeup before tonight. There were some tears in the afternoon session for sure. <laughs> it was awesome. Mine too. Mine too. <laughs> But in answer to your question, yes, absolutely. Just to make some of the decisions you have to make and say you're okay with it when on the inside, you're just praying that nobody finds you. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then to make those decisions and then say, okay, now let's make this one and this one and this one, like back to back to back and pray that it's not too much, that people aren't going to run screaming, that they're actually going to stay with you. Right. is it's scary and yeah. but you have to you have to know that you're hearing from heaven and and actually not just that even if you did miss it that god's grace is sufficient for everything that's so good that he loves us enough to get us through, even through our stupid steps yeah and we are human and we make stupid steps mm -hmm. and thank god for his vision to come and undergird us in those moments but thank Absolutely. God, most of the steps have been God's steps. Absolutely. Well, and that's a really good point because I think especially in a moment like this, boy, we can get ourselves under so much pressure that I have to do this perfectly. I have to navigate perfectly. And although I do believe that in a critical time, the margin for error gets pretty tight, Absolutely. We are not outside the grace of God, even in leading, are we? Never, never. And if we think we are, then we should name ourselves God because that's just not real. We yeah. can't do this without his grace. Yeah, it's so true. One of the things that I have loved about being connected to the FCF organization with you all, and I've had the honor to be a part of your leadership summits for the last few years and really and truly, they're always a bright spot on my calendar because as really the leading leadership Word of Faith organization in this generation, your FCF secret sauce, if there was one, so to speak, is relationships. Yes. Uh, you are so relational. And this is really ironic because usually when you say the word organization, you do not think relationship. You think structure you think mission statement, but somehow you all have been able to supersede that. And I'd like to know how you did that. And then also I'd like you to comment on, it seems from the outside looking in that your emphasis on relationship has helped you get through all this change. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, we've been told multiple times, you know, that our secret sauce is our relationships. And when we first came on responsibility for the future of the organization, we really narrowed down. We just ducked down to the deepest parts of the foundation of who are we, why are we, what are we, where are we, how are we, you know, the whole thing. And as we worked through all of that, you know, one of the things that we knew was a non-negotiable was relationships. So once that was determined, once that was discovered, this is immovable for the organization to move forward, then every decision from there had to go through the filter of relationships. Yeah. So that, that was how we were able sense. to maintain that. What was your other question? 
Yeah. Would you say that in all the change in innovation that you had to bring FCF as an organization through, that because relationships are so a part of your foundation, that it helped to stabilize you through that? Oh, absolutely. And in various ways. It was relationships both within the organization, knowing that that was a key component of how we move forward, how we minister to people, how we help ministers be the best they can be. But then also the outside connections that helped us as leaders grow in leading. And so those relationships were just as vital. That's really good. One of the things I just thought of this that I wanted you to speak to in that, because I think there was maybe an old leadership mindset that once you became a leader, you were supposed to assume you don't have anything to learn now. Right. And one of the things that I have watched you all do is just surround your leaders with opportunities to grow. Absolutely. We believe one of our core values is continuous improvement. Um, so good. You know, the word of God tells us that even after we get to heaven, it's going to take ages for him to reveal the fullness of himself to us. If yeah. it's going to take ages when we get to heaven, then why do we think we don't need to grow here? Oh, that's really good. So we have to be in a place of perpetual growth yeah. and never staying stagnant, always knowing that there's something else around the curve and yeah. you better press into it. That's really, really good. It reminds me of, I don't remember what city we were in, but it was one of your FCF summits and I was there speaking, but there was this word that came forth. It was all about teams and that through teams, God was going to do supernatural things mm -hmm. in the connectivity of that. And I know that we have watched that happen. Mm -hmm. I've watched that happen in the teams you have been putting together and continue to put together. Speak to that a little bit, because that just seems to be so current right now. Yeah, well, there are a lot of leadership books, Christian and secular, that demonstrate and talk about need for the development of teams ministry. One of my mentors in that capacity is Dr. Dean Radke mm -hmm. and of the Ministry Institute. And one of the things that he talks about in thinking about a team environment as leaders, that it's a perpetual state of discipleship. That if we think in terms of growing people around us, not through a dictatorial system, but through an empowering system. That's good. That you're discipling. Disciples are made by doing. They're not made yeah. by lecturing. Yeah. And so it, it comes from their involvement, giving team members opportunity to grow with their gifts and graces and not leading autocratically. And what that does is it not only causes them to grow, it causes you to grow because they're stepping outside of their boundaries, which should be outside of your boundaries. And if they are, then you're growing the capacity you have to lead as well. That's so, so good. I just believe that is so essential for us to understand right now, because in all that we've been talking about today with the need to innovate, to diversify and diffuse, mm -hmm. one of the first things I think dawns on any of us is we cannot do all of this alone. Never. That's our philosophy of ministry. No one should do ministry alone. I, so I just love that. Yeah. It's so, so good. Can I just 
interject something here, Jen, and I may be jumping the gun, but I, it's just yeah. been on my mind. And that was, you know, in one of those leadership summits, you ministered on creative destruction and creative construction. Do you remember that teaching? I do. Yeah, yeah. And it was so powerful and impacting for all of us. And it was so timely for us. And I think you were at that strategic meeting then that we had right after that, just a mm -hmm. few months later. And the Lord had given my husband, Fred, a scripture from Jeremiah 1.10. And he yes. said, I've set you over the nations to tear down, to pluck up, to destroy, mm -hmm. and something else. And then it says, and to build and to plant. Yes. And so we had been in that place of creative destruction and really hadn't started the creative construction. Mm -hmm. And when we, the Lord gave us that scripture, the reality hit that you're supposed to be doing all of it at once, that it's wow. not tear it down first, then build it. It's you have to be building as you're tearing down wow. and you can't do that alone. No. You have to have teams in place that can help make that happen. You can never do any of this that God gives us alone. That's so good. So good. Well, and that looks different in so many ways for, for people, for someone who's, you know, leading a church, a staff, leading a ministry, a business. But even if you're sitting there with a, something on you or in your heart going, how am I going to do this? I need people. I, I don't have a team. I think where it begins is in your willingness to connect, mm -hmm. your willingness to open yourself up, to connect multi-generationally, and to be able to connect to say, maybe you have what I need. Maybe you can help me tear something down. Maybe you can help me build something up. But yeah. it has to start with that willingness. And I, don't you think when we take that posture of being willing and realizing no man is an island unto themselves, that then God actually starts bringing the ones to you and you to the ones that you're going to need for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. The thing is, if you try to build something all by yourself and it doesn't matter what it is, then you can only take it so far. It has... Yeah it has no lasting impact. Mm -hmm. It only lasts while you're there and when yeah. you're in charge. And when yeah. you leave, it's going to get restructured and re-whatever, reworked in a way that actually could leave no indelible imprint that you were ever there. Yeah. And so if you make it about you and your leadership, it's crumbling sand. But when you think in terms of divine purposes with the people God together to accomplish it, yeah, then that creates a string. It's a woven material that cannot be torn. That's so good. Well, and you all at FCF are modeling that. I have just been amazed at your staff and your teams. I've had the honor to be in so many FCF churches and the heart and the foundation that was first established by your mom and dad that mm -hmm. is now being built on in brand new ways is really unprecedented. And I just can't thank you enough for you all, for your example, your leadership, your willingness to say, hey, we're not perfect, but let's do this together. I think it's so refreshing in this day and age. And Cookie, thank you so much for coming oh, on today. You. And it was my honor to be here. 
No doubt that conversation inspired some new ideas and vision for the road ahead on the inside of you. You know, I loved what she shared about the key part that relationships play right now and all of this change and innovating that we're all having to navigate. That it's not just about getting through a moment, a season, or getting from point A to point B. That it's not about just what you build in your life, but it's more so about who you're building with. And that's where real lasting legacy takes place. I pray that this has been a right on time word for you and what you're walking out and whatever God has called you to do. And if you would like to hear all three sessions of the Ahead of the Curve online conference, I want to invite you to take part in the streaming pass of this conference. If you go to the website at jentringale.com, just click on the store page and you will see the Ahead of the Curve Conference streaming pass. All three 45-minute sessions are available there, including the portion of the one that you just heard. I believe that this conference will be a tool that will help propel you into the innovative change that's necessary for you to step into the wider place that God is no doubt preparing for you right now. I'm so glad you joined us today. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll know when new episodes are released. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you back here next time. Bye-bye.